right. Welcome to Are You My Podcast. Um, we have our first guest today here with us, Karen, to talk about um, her story and her journey. Um, and how are you feeling today? I'm doing great. Good. This is a, an exciting topic. Yes, it is. We're so excited to talk with you today. Um, so I think to kind of just get us started, it would be great to kind of get us a little snapshot of your story, um, kind of share a little background so that we can all understand kind of where, where you were and where you are now. Okay. So I was raised in a small town in Carmel, Maine, and I was the oldest of five children I had one brother and three sisters. My parents owned their own business. My dad was a stone cutter and he made headstones, monuments. He was also an artist, a painter and a sculptor. And my mom worked in the office and did sales. And we had our own business right on our own land with our big farmhouse in Maine. Let's see, I had two uncles and a grandfather that were already in that business. So this kind of shows my dad used to go to Vermont on trips to pick up large pieces of granite to cut down into headstones and polish them and do all the work on them. And that is during the time where I found out from my mom before she passed away. She was here for a couple months in Arizona. And she told me, after all these years, we're pretty close. She told me that my dad had an affair. And I said, what? (laughs) You know, just crazy. But never knew of any children or anything that came from that. But Yeah, it was a little weird hearing that from my mother in the first place. And then, let's see, about two years ago, I was contacted by a woman that I didn't know. She was helping research my family for a close friend who turned out to be my half-sister. And when I saw, yeah, when I saw a picture of her, my mouth must have dropped to my knees because she looks just like one of my nieces. I mean, just like her. And so what happened was is my half-sister actually lives in Fort Myers, Florida, where they just had the big hurricane. And she is actually an RN. I don't want to lose my place here, but I usually do. Let's see. He, she was, the reason I know she was my sister was because I have a first cousin in North Carolina that was formerly a school teacher. And when she retired, she was fascinated by Mm Ancestry.com. And she did all kinds of DNA testing and all this stuff. And so Her information as my first cousin was in the files at Ancestry. And so 
when my half sister started doing her research to find her dad, um, she was more looking for family members because my dad passed away in 79. And she knew that because she had a clipping. And her friend had done a bunch of research and, and went and looked at all kinds of newspapers. Then my dad was in the newspaper quite often for, um, he, he was president of the Bangor Art Society. And so mm. he was in clippings here and there and she knew what he looked like. She had a picture of him and she had met him when she was younger. But now she is the age of my youngest sister, which is about 58, 59. But she's a marvelous woman. She's so sweet and she looks like the rest of us. And she's fun. And I only know her by phone and texting and Facebook, but we keep in contact now. And I have an open invitation to go visit Florida anytime. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So this was like two years ago that mm-hmm. that you met her for the I, first time or that you just found out right. about her? Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you've met her already? No, I haven't. Just, oh, interesting. Just online and texting and Facebooking and that kind of thing. So, so look- <clears throat> Karen, I'm curious. Um, Did you, was there any, well, it kind of doesn't sound like it. It sounds like your mom kind of dropped a bomb on you you (laughs) beforehand, like, hey, there's, you know, this information, and it doesn't sound like your mom knew of any kids. Was there any, like, suspicion? Was there anything that ever came up when you were growing up or, you know, from your mom or dad that they knew about her? No, I don't think so. They they weren't people to talk about personal issues ever. And most older families don't. And it's not as open as things are now, you know, and my sisters were not very happy with me. And I called them and told them, I mean, they were like embarrassed. And at first I was feeling a little bit uncomfortable about it. It's not something you hear every day. Oh my gosh, I have another sister. How did that happen? <laughs> I oh, never yeah. thought, you know. Well, you know, uh, Ann and I talk a lot about that. You know, like 30, 40 years ago, people weren't planning on these secrets <laughs> coming out through DNA tests. Oh, no gosh, one knew no. that someone was going to be able to test their DNA at home and then, surprise, <laughs> you know, you have Guess siblings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I can imagine that was a huge shock for everyone mm-hmm. how are they um how are they processing through it now have they decided to have a relationship with her well when I go online sometimes I've seen comments my other sisters have left on Facebook which shows me that they're accepting of it eventually and I have one sister who's non-social media at all and my uncle, I have an uncle that lives down in Bradenton, which is only a couple of hours from Fort Myers. And she wanted to go meet him. And I thought, oh, gosh, I better talk to him first. <laughs> so I sent him a letter and asked if he knew anything about a woman that might, because he would go on these trips with my dad to help to pick up 
you know, granite and stay in Vermont for a couple of days and drive back together. So wasn't out of line for his brother to possibly know about this, you know, um, but he totally denied it. He didn't want to meet her. He didn't want to have anything to do with the conversation at all. And as a matter of fact, I think in the letter he sent me back, it's like, just drop this. He's dead. You don't need to smear his name or whatever and all that. And I just said, okay, whatever. You know, he's like 90. So you're not going to push anything on. He's an old, tough Frenchman. Mm -hmm. And that family was. And the woman that my dad got involved with was also was a French woman that spoke French. And he was down there, I guess, camping with them at a few times and gone fishing that she could tell me about. And she had a couple pictures that she scanned and sent to me. And I scanned a bunch of old family photos so that she had pictures of him growing up. And all these different things that she kind of would ask me questions like, what was he like? And I said, well, I guess, I don't know now. He, I thought he was a good boy, but I guess not. <laughs> what do you say to that? Well, no, um, I no, I mean, I definitely relate to that because I'm, I'm kind of on the opposite end. I'm very similar to like your sister where I'm out there, you know, looking for, family members and my assumption is that my real dad was having an affair and so yeah mm -hmm. I can imagine that rocks people's world when you find out that maybe your parents <laughs> marriage but you know yeah the things that they did that you didn't know about can be a little shocking yes and I'm kind of in your spot um because before finding out about my situation my half sister I was the oldest um in my family and so finding out it kind of rocked my world and I was um kind of had like went through like an identity crisis a little bit of like oh this is so weird I'm not like the oldest anymore um because it's a it's a, a sister that was um born before um I was born and she was put up for adoption so oh wow so crazy um but we have a great relationship and things yeah. have turned out really well, but everyone's journey just is different. And, um, right. you know, your sisters, you know, some are just like, I don't even want to deal with this. This is too much. It's too emotional, um, whatever the situation, but it sounds like you, um, it's like when your mom told you at first that he had an affair, like, you were you were shocked but like any other like emotions or anything that you were feeling during that time yeah I was feeling disappointed in my dad you know they were married 25 years before he passed away and so all of that information went with him mm -hmm. and maybe some of that you know he didn't tell her my mom so mm -hmm. I don't know how she found out I don't know why she decided to tell me at that moment she passed away later that year and that was the last time I'd seen her and for her to drop that bomb on me was 
you know, we didn't talk about it at length because she didn't really want to. She said, I just want to tell you this in case something happens someday. You need to know. None of my sisters or my, my brother had passed away by then, but none of my sisters, they didn't want to talk about it much at all. Mm-hmm. Now they seem to be a little bit more accepting and she's an RN. Her name is Sharon, which is interesting. She's younger than my youngest sister, not by much, but about the same year they were born. So, oh, wow. yeah, when I told my younger sister that, she's like, oh, that can't be. Like, oh, yes, it can. <laughs> <laughs> my, my. <laughs> a lot can happen. <laughs> yeah. My mother made a point of telling me something that I thought was really strange, and I still need to look up the word, but she said, my dad, she said, your dad was a very virile man. Virile. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Isn't that funny? It's like they almost drop these hints. And at the time you're like, that's what a strange person. <laughs> what a strange comment. And then it all kind of adds up. You're like, oh. Okay, oh. now I understand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So last Christmas, Sharon sent me the DNA kit with my permission to see if I would just, you know, make it 100% because she was like 99% of the match with my first cousin, who's the same age as me. And so I did, and it came back 100%. So from there, you just go, okay, she's my sister. That's great that you did that, though, because I'm kind of in the, like, wondering if I get to a point of asking someone, you know, will they be willing to do that? And mm-hmm. awesome, you did that, and um, kind of, like, close some chapters for her, too. Do you know um, what her story was growing up? Did her mom share information with her? What did that look like for her? What it looked like from her, from what she told me, was that she was raised by her mom on her own, and she didn't know a whole lot about her dad, but knew that it would hurt her mother's feelings if she talked about it a lot. She didn't didn't want to talk about it with her mother a lot, because she didn't want to push her, but apparently... They saw each other, you know, after she was born. And I'm just surprised my mother didn't know. She was a pretty sharp cookie. So I guess if he didn't, wasn't willing to tell her, then there's no way that she would unless Sharon's mom told her or something. But mm-hmm. I remember him leaving the house a few times smelling like he was going on a date, you know? <laughs> and my mom, you know, he'd have his cologne on and, He'd be dressed nice, and I'd ask my mom, do you know where he's going? She goes, yeah, kind of. He's going to a meeting where he's going to, you know, he's the president, and all these artists are there, and it's okay. (laughs) I'm like, okay. I remember feeling a little strange about it. Mm -hmm. That's the only memory I just came up with about, you know, when they were having some issues. They always thought once a year during the month of May and that was when Memorial Day was coming up and they were really really busy and there was 
yelling and screaming and just unhappiness because they were so stressed out. So it's hard to tell what else was going on. Mm -hmm. Right. That's interesting that you like picked up on that as a child because oh. I was kind of the same way. Like I was really in tune. I don't know if you had like a close relationship with your dad, but I was always really close to my dad. Yeah. Um, and so I was always really in tune to things like, that's weird. Why is he talking to that lady over there? Or, you know, just, <laughs> just like weird things. And um, of course, you know, my dad, you know, thinking that I was a kid that I wasn't like smart enough to pick up on things, but I was always like really like in tune um, and just always really curious about things. Yeah, so. supposed to be a boy and I was the oldest. So he and I were pretty close and he took me to work with him a lot in the summertime. I would go work in the cemeteries with him. I know that sounds weird, but cemeteries are really beautiful places back east and Mm -hmm. To be able to work outside and help my dad was great. Yeah, we were pretty close, but not close enough. Apparently, he wasn't <laughs> going to tell me any of that stuff. Yeah, I'm sure he had some feelings about about that. Um, and too bad he didn't live long enough to be able to kind of yeah. share that with you. Mm -hmm. But I just know even with like my dad, there's I think there was a lot of like you know, maybe like just shame and embarrassment and, you know, mm -hmm. not wanting people to know. And, um, you know, and at that time, like if you did things out of wedlock, like that was like a big thing. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. um, yeah, this was back in the sixties mm -hmm. for my dad. Yeah. Cause my, my last sister was born, I think in 63 or four. So, mm -hmm. Somewhere in there. And do you have any plans of like going to Florida anytime soon to, to meet her? No, not at this point, but I'd like to. And she's actually a traveling nurse now. So she may end up coming to Arizona and I've welcomed her. So we'll wait and see on that. But she's married to a doctor and they live right on the water in Fort Myers. So she's doing really well for herself. She has three daughters. Oh, wow. Three kids. I know girls run in my family big time. <laughs> oh, so, well, that's, we, Angie and I have talked about that too. Like it's gained so many family members. So now you have three nieces that yeah. you've trained too. One and of them had a baby the other day, so oh, wow. she had a picture of herself with her new grandbaby online, and it was beautiful. Oh, so my family's getting bigger by the moment, right? <laughs> Many years later, yeah. yeah. It's kind of nice to actually, like, I don't know, it's refreshing to kind of, um, I don't know, hear someone's story that like they've kind of just been really open like you've been really open to the idea and I'm sure there was like the initial shock, but it mm -hmm. sounds like you're really like open to the idea of like, Hey, yeah, come into our family. Um, so that's really, I'm sure that helps her too, because you don't really know <laughs> what your family is going to look like or how they're going to, you know, welcome you and accept you. So I think mm -hmm. that 
just makes it a lot easier for her to 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 kind of be welcomed with open arms at least from you so and hopefully your other siblings will will kind of follow suit and and do that as well I think so and over time yep everything takes time yeah it's definitely a journey for sure yeah we have the initial shock and then the is this person real and then you see a pig in the oh lord (laughs) right oh well it's kind of hard to die because right we look we look like twins (laughs) yeah when I first saw a picture of of my half sister I was like whoa and my and I was like I told my husband I was like I think I have an older like sister and he was like there's no way and then I showed him the picture and I'm like she's like a spitting image of my father (laughs) she's like a female version of my father so I was like I don't think you need a paternity test or anything I think this is (laughs) it's pretty solid that she that she's your daughter so um yeah it's funny well Karen I think I think we've uh I really appreciated all the insight and I'm just curious if there's anything you would give advice to someone in your situation like something you would tell them if someone was reaching out to them you know in the same similar situation that hey and your long lost sister or half sister, what would you tell that person? Well, I know at first my sisters were like, well, we don't have any money. Why does she tr- why is she trying to get a hold of us? Like, what does she want? And I didn't get that feeling at all. And I would just follow through and see what happens. I mean. That's all I did, just went on my intuition and answered a couple of questions and got to know her by phone a little bit, texting and email and stuff. And so now she's been kind of a support system for me through my recent divorce from my husband of 20 years. And She's like, anytime you want to talk, just give me a call. I've been through it. So she's been divorced as well. And we have a lot in common. It's really strange. I I don't know. It's just, yeah, just be open. If you tell people better do this, just go with it. See what happens. You never know. I mean, there's no reason to be scared. There's no reason to think someone's going to take advantage of you or whatever. I mean, she's in a better situation than all my sister's brother. (laughs) I was going to say, she's married to a doctor. She's a traveling nurse. She lives on the water. She's probably doing pretty well. (laughs) You're like, we actually kind of just inherited a vacation spot. (laughs) Oh, Do you know anybody in Florida? Well, now I do. I know a lot of people in Florida. I was just there. I I just flew into Orlando for a cruise last summer. So it's too far away from Fort Myers to kind of connect. But <clears throat> I have other friends in, in um, Jacksonville. And I used to live in Panama City. And Right. Now, one of my best friends just moved to Panama City Beach in a, an assisted living, so I am going to go see her. So I'll have to make it a double trip. That and my 
my mean uncle in Bradenton. <laughs> <laughs> Who told you to drop it already. <laughs> Nothing you want to get into, but I do. <laughs> Needless to say, I didn't listen to him. <laughs> That's good. I'm glad you didn't because it sounds like... Um... Do you, do you have a good relationship, even though it's from afar and you're yeah. getting the support that you need? So that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, I hope you can um, make it out to see her and meet her soon. Yeah. That would be really great. And we thank you for being willing to come on and share your story with us. Um, it's been really great. Um, thank you. And Rue? Rue? Yeah. <laughs> Rue. Rue, Yeah. Um, and then we always, I always like to end out with a little, a little funny line and it's, uh, if you can't, um, if you can't get rid of the skeletons in your closet, then you might as well make them dance.